We have a lot to get to, bring you up to speed on this pandemic. You're tuned to the John DePietro Show in this part of the program as we kick things off. Folks, it's brought to you by JKL Engineering. Now, remember, with JKL, you want to make sure you're going to be nice and comfortable for the, uh, well, really all year round. But certainly, you're going to want to make sure that you are nice and comfortable in the summertime. You don't know. We don't know what's in store regarding the virus. We don't know if there's uh, going to be some kind of a stay at home. We do know that they're reporting, in fact, that it's going to be a very hot summer. That much we do know. Folks, call JKL, the original, the best. Call them whether you live in Lincoln or Cumberland or Bellingham or Franklin or Millville. Call JKL Engineering today because they're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. JKL Engineering, the original, the best, highest rebates on the market. And I'll tell you, Central Air is, uh, without question, Central Air is a game changer. It is absolutely a game changer uh, for your life, and it would be for your family as well. Folks, JKL Engineering, call them today at 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available with JKL Engineering, and it's incredible. Now, in the wintertime... You know, you could reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. But JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available. Home or work or business, 401-351-7600. For over 53 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. Now, as you're listing on this Monday, May 4th, and maybe suddenly you're thinking, you know, folks, people want to invest more in their home. Because they're realizing this summer, maybe they're not going to be taking a trip. Maybe you realize, you know, with my car sitting in the garage, maybe I'm not going to be buying a new car. Maybe I'm not going to spend it on some things that I was going to spend my money on. You want to make sure your home is as comfortable as it can be. And one of the people that can help you is JKL. So whether you're listening right now on this Monday at 1108, in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call JKL Engineering today, 401-351-7600, 351-7600. Estimates are free and financing is available, both residential and commercial. Central Air is a game changer for your life. You can't imagine. How about this? It's always 70 degrees in your house or 68 degrees, whatever it is. Many people, they like to sleep have the temperature of their home at night dip down 66, 68 degrees during the day, go up to 72 degrees, all automatic, far more affordable than you think. JKL, call them right now. Again, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Maybe you're listening right now in Franklin and you're saying, you know, Central Air would be good or Bellingham or Uxbridge, 401-351-7600. I want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live and folks, what a treat we have. We are going, uh, the Governor Mundo press briefing is not until this afternoon at 3 p.m., which means we're doing our normal program. We have a great program in store. We have uh, Justin Katz coming up at 1, and then uh, we have a special guest going to join us at, at, um, excuse me, Justin Katz coming up next hour, this week in politics, and then also a special guest coming up at 1 o'clock. Folks, I want to start off, for those of you that have not checked out the website, we launched uh, a special video last night. It's already getting uh, big raves around the state. Rhode Islanders, Spring 20. It is a uh, kind of a parody song video, if you will. Check it out. If you haven't seen it yet, people love it. The reviews are, it's hilarious. Uh, It is all, uh, I can't thank our friend Sal enough, who's so talented. We have two very gifted singers. Uh, Jeff Gamach just was telling me how much he enjoys it. And he is a very gifted talented person very creative so the creative people that have weighed in love it if you haven't seen it yet if someone on facebook live could type in depetro.com no eyes uh d-e-p-e-t maybe i'll type it in d-e-p-e-t-r-o check it out it's the first story that we have posted uh rhode islanders spring 20 song and video you'll love it there's some great lines in there i hope you enjoy it hopefully uh adds a little bit of a levity to our current situation. Well, folks, speaking of that, I want to um, touch on uh, some some things that are very important 
to know. One of the things is I do have on the website, and this was from Friday, Governor Amundo, John DePietro asked Governor Amundo whether illegals will receive stimulus money. You can see that at the website, dePietro.com. Folks, that is wildly important. It was then spun into a different answer. But there's two factions of this that I think I know, as a matter of fact, are, are worth uh, you being aware of. And one thing is that is it's it's apparent to me, like many of you. Now, the stay-at-home order, yesterday, while many people were enjoying the day, I did ask Governor Mundo about when is she going to decide about the stay-at-home order. Because it's supposed to lift next Saturday. And I, I, I don't, we, the problem is we don't know if it's going to be lifted next Saturday. Is it going to be lifted next Saturday? Could it go into another week? Uh, I, I, I tend to think it is going to be lifted. I was asking the governor, though, as far as, you know, what day would she announce whether or not it's going to be extended? Now, her answer was not that encouraging. Governor Mundo's answer was, well, it could be Friday night. Friday afternoon, she might announce, you know, because the numbers are what they are, we're going to ask everyone still has to the stay-at-home order. The stay-at-home order is very severe. Stay-at-home order is you're only supposed to leave your house to go to the grocery store, to go to the doctor, or go to a pharmacy. And uh, so many people, you know, I, I don't understand these people that somehow are saying, well, you know, I see a lot of people out and about. I think it's good that people are out yesterday. The weather is terrific. And especially when you break it down by community, of which I'm going to play, play it for you. I tried to get the governor on this. Because, folks, just stay with me for a moment. And I don't hear enough people bringing this out. But I did ask her about it, okay? Right now, it is 1113. In this morning's paper, when you look at cases by community, think of right now, uh, Narragansett is shut down, right? People want to go out and around in Narragansett, and it is basically closed. Jamestown is closed, and Newport is closed. So let's look at the numbers. In Right now in Jamestown, Okay, nice seaside community, so different. There's only eight cases, eight cases the entire time. Why is Jamestown shut down? You have Narragansett is shut down. And this was, you know, the New Yorkers coming in and they're going door to door and all the people. Narragansett has 31 cases. That's it. 31 cases. Newport. Newport had that St. Patrick's Day parade and blah, blah, blah. And this whole big deal. How dare they? 39 cases in Newport. 30 shut down. Middletown, 29 cases. Shut down. As I said, Jamestown, eight. Eight cases in all of uh, Jamestown. And so, and Narragansett is the same way. And then, uh, how about Block Island? Block Island is shut down. There's fewer than five cases. Now, I want to set that up because then when you look at Providence has 3,000 cases of coronavirus. Pawtucket, 928. Central Falls is one square mile. 500 cases, one square mile. So my question for the governor is, why don't you shut down those areas and allow the rest of the areas, especially in the state, to start to open up more? So, because then when you look at it, I was trying to find... For some reason, I don't see where Westerly is also, um, I don't know why they're not listed here. South Kingstown, 71. Oh, Westerly, 47 cases, same as East Greenwich. So, but think of that. And, and so my question was, now, I had two questions for the governor. And one is, and this is important, folks, and it was then spun, and she didn't really answer it. But my question is, and I think you're concerned about it as well, and it's about the fact that she said on Latino TV that Latin, illegal illegal aliens, let's call it what it is, undocumented people. I, I don't accept the term undocumented residents because they're not residents of Rhode Island. But my question was this business that they may get some of the federal stimulus money. Now, she then spun this into testing. I'm not talking about testing. Okay, I'm not talking about testing. I'm talking about them receiving Federal stimulus money. I am against it. Now, you're going to hear that, but I also raise the question. It makes no sense to me why Newport, Jamestown, Narragansett are shut down in Block Island with the few amount of cases they have. 
right? The areas that should be concentrated are Providence, Pawtucket. Now, Cranston has a lot, almost 600. Uh, Woonsocket, 326. But uh, some of the other ones, Central Falls, one square mile, 500. So this was my question, and it's important, Friday for Governor Amundo. I want you to hear it. Here we go. Hold on. Governor, why not treat high infected areas in the state and residents in those areas differently than other areas? Why treat Block Island, Narragansett, and Newport the same as Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls? Will any stimulus money go to undocumented people? Okay, that's a lot of questions. Different so questions. Leave it there so I can keep, keep my eye on it. So, in some ways, we are treating different communities differently. For example, we, we have a walk-through clinic in Central Falls. Why are we doing that? Because um, we, we have reason to believe that in that community there's a high incidence, people haven't been tested, they don't have cars, they can't get to Twin River, so we went to them. Same thing for Woonsocket and Oneyville and other areas in Providence. Um, in other ways, it just doesn't make sense, you know, in a much bigger state, that might be something that we could do. Like, for instance, I know in New York, which is a much bigger state. Obviously, New York City is very, very different than some of the upstate, more rural parts of the community, and there's, people don't interact. Rhode Island is, is, as you know, as we all know, it's a small place. It's extremely densely populated. I think we're the most densely populated state in the country. Uh, you can get almost anywhere within an hour, which is one of the reasons we love it. But it means that... It, doesn't really make sense to have different um, like county by county regulations and frankly it would be very difficult to enforce so that's why we've made the choices that we have made uh we haven't yet decided now i want to just keep in mind and again folks good morning at 11 18 it's shonda petro good morning everybody what a nice crowd on facebook live um again i did type in to petro.com make sure you visit the website and check out the video. You're going to love it and share it with people as well. But keep in mind, my question was whether illegals should get stimulus money because that's being discussed. Meaning you have illegal aliens living in, name, pick a place, Woonsocket, Central Falls, Pawtucket, Providence. That's the vast majority of them, especially Providence and Central Falls. She's going to spin this into that somehow illegal immigration is politics, even though I don't think it is. I think it's law enforcement and testing. I'm not talking about testing. I accept, like many of you, fine. You want to test them, then test them. I don't have a problem with that. I'm talking about there is talk that they may get in Rhode Island, they may get a stimulus check. Now, President Trump, Americans received $1,200. What they're talking about is locally giving out Six hundred, eight hundred, one thousand dollar checks to illegals. Now, to me, that's not politics. They don't belong here. They don't have to be here. They're not from here. This business of they pay taxes. No, they pay sales tax when they buy something, but they don't pay state and federal taxes the way you and I do. I want to be very clear about this. I am firmly against it. You know, I was actually attacked on social media on Friday afternoon by some people saying our Latino brothers and sisters, my God, of course they should be tested. I, the question was not about testing him. She's going to spin that. This continues. This was Governor Mundo answering my question on Friday. About the uh, answer to the undocumented population, here's what I will say. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned about it. I am quite concerned about it. Um, now, that is a clue. I'm concerned about it. I'm concerned about it. She doesn't say they're not getting any Rhode Island stimulus money. Rhode Island received $1.2 billion in stimulus money. She's saying I'm concerned about it, meaning I may give them some, some of your money. That should go to small businesses. It should go to, well, I don't know, Rhode Islanders, right? People that live and reside and pay taxes in the state. That's who should benefit from the stimulus money. Folks who are undocumented are afraid, and they're afraid to get tested. They're afraid that when they go to a testing site, um, there might be an immigration official there. We are working overtime to let the community know that's not going to happen. You know, look right there. They're working overtime. 
Are they working on helping small businesses? No. Can I see a thumbs up on Facebook Live? What, why are you spending any time working and worrying about those people? They, they, let's like never forget, folks, they're breaking the law. They're like stowaways on a ship or an airplane. They're not supposed to be here. Look at how much problems they're causing by having these sanctuary cities. Now they're working overtime for them. How about working overtime for you? They should get tested. They should see a doctor. They should see a doctor if they're sick. See, here's another problem. They're afraid to get tested. They're afraid of immigration. This is one of the problems with running a sanctuary state in sanctuary cities. It's not your fault that they're afraid to go and get tested. It's not my fault. But look at now. We're working overtime on them because a Lorza invited a bunch of people from Guatemala to come live in Rhode Island. They're working overtime and they're concerned and all these extra effort. It's bad enough. They get everything for free, right? EBT cards, free housing, free food, free health care. Now, oh, they're afraid to go and get tested. Is it that's our blanking problem? Like, are you kidding me? But it continues. Here's where it spins. The governor will not say we're not giving them any stimulus money. Instead, she spins this into politics shouldn't be about tech. I, I never questioned about testing. If they need a place to live, if they're a healthcare worker, they should help let us get them to Brown University. And so um, I'm worried that because they're afraid they're not going to get the care they need, they're going to continue to spread the disease, which is bad for everybody. So I want to make let it clear. Let me stop that for a moment. How is that bad for everyone? Right now, I'm going to stick with Jamestown right now has eight cases. How is illegals in Central Falls? How is that bad for Jamestown? There's 3,000 cases in the city of Providence. And there's eight in Jamestown. How is that bad for everyone? I'm not a doctor. But if you keep the people in Providence and Central Falls and Pawtucket locked down, then doesn't that protect everybody else, right? Then they don't spread it somewhere else. So this business of like everybody, why why are they, so Jamestown is shut down. Newport is shut, 39 cases in Newport. 39 after St. Patrick's Day. And Newport is shut down. Eric Hansen, less than 50 cases, shut down. We can't go and enjoy the water, the beaches, the bars and restaurants because of Providence and Central Falls. Regardless of your political views on immigration, I promise you it's in the interest of every Rhode Islander, in the public health interest of every Rhode Islander, that everybody gets tested and is logged in our contact tracing system and gets the support that they need. And so how we do that exactly is an evolving thing, but we're working on it every day. Now, again, I think I don't want to be redundant, but I think you can tell um, this business of testing. It's not about testing. I get that. But I, I don't like this lockdown. I don't like how so many of you, and again, folks, good morning at 1124. People are becoming snitches. People posting, look at all these people out yesterday, as opposed to what, right? Most communities, of you listening right now, good morning, it's Sean DePietro, AM 1380. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. You can listen online at the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Click the listen live button. You know, the suburban communities have done a good job. If you have people that have come here illegally and they're afraid to go to a hospital, they're afraid to go to a doctor, they're afraid to get tested, you're imposing, because of your political beliefs, we are now all suffering. If you remove the illegals and the nursing homes from the equation, by and large, the state has done a very good job. especially the suburban areas. So why are we all being punished for it? You know, what's going on in the city of Providence right now is completely asinine. They, you know, closing the parks, but they're encouraging people to play in the street. And, you know, that mayor, I mean, he is delusional. He would like a situation where there's no cars allowed in the city of Providence. Now, coming up, uh, Five Italian has a very, this is interesting. Again, you know, Walmart is open, churches are closed. The atheists love that the churches are closed. The governor is saying maybe in June we might allow some churches to open. That makes no sense to me in any way. Where do you hear this priest I'm going to play coming up in just a moment? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now listen, it's a beautiful Monday. 
They are open. You could take a ride. They are officially compliant with the state. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. They had a fantastic weekend. They have beautiful pansy flats, pansy bags. They have geraniums with the 10-inch hangers mixed, all assorted colors. They have beautiful hydrangeas. Stop in and see them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're right off of Route 4. It's Steve, it's Debbie, it's Junior. My goodness. And it feels so alive in there. And I'm so glad to see them thriving right now. Now, if you prefer delivery on anything flowers, they can do that as well. Call them 295-4399 or uh, email them prmaterials at cox.net. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. What I'm so glad that they are open. They have so many fans. I want to play for you. Um, and I shared this on the Facebook page. Father Talion, um he put out a video of a message that he gave to Governor Amundo, and, and, and they refused his request. I think it's thoughtful. I think it's well thought out. Don't worry, folks. Coming up, I'm going to touch on the fact uh, that, it, that, that tolls are creeping into the conversation. Tolls, tolling cars are creeping into the situation, much as I predicted and we expected. But it is starting to happen. Uh, there needs to be some movement of people to start to resist some of the these things that are happening because it's it's really a perfect storm of things coming together that just will result in complete government control over your life way too much but i want to play for you this is a video he made privately he made it um made this video privately made available to governor mundo and the staff and they still turned him down on it let me play it for you governor mundo my name is father marcel Tayon. and i'm pastor of saint thomas Mo parish and saint veronica chapel in narragansett thank you taking the time to listen to this video. As you're well aware, as we all are, it's been a hard time for Rhode Island families and uh, during this time of pandemic, what's happened is people that are sick and dying in hospitals and nursing homes and even at home in hospice care are being just tremendously separated from their loved ones during the illness and even the dying process. Um, We know that there's essential heroic medical personnel present that are essential in those places that are doing a heroic job. But what happens after someone dies and once someone is deceased, um, what's essential changes immediately. What becomes essential is God, is clergy, funeral directors, and the loved one's family members uh, that now have already been through this, this critical, difficult thing of not being able to be with their loved ones. But once the person's passed and deceased, now the family members need what's essential to them to be able to process their grief, to pray and to love and be with each other in a safe and controlled environment. Um, I just would ask you and, and to think and obviously know, but how many people are in Lowe's today right now or stop and shop? How many people are lined up safe distance at Iggy's and Narragansett? Um, you know, and I know you allow 15 people to ride on a ripped bus. Um, so I just challenge that the number at our funerals is too low. So I've been walking with people this week Listen at to this five post. funerals, two COVID and three non-COVID, all of who had to make that excruciating decision of which closest family members could be with them at the funeral. And five is so low. I just, you know, God forbid something would happen to someone you love. How, how would we do that? Um, it's just too hard for people. I mean, it doesn't need to be because we can be safe. Um, I know that Governor Lamont in Connecticut has allowed 50 people for religious worship and practice protocol and safe distancing. Governor Baker in Massachusetts allows 25 people. 25. Um, I would just really call out to you in the name of these families it's so excruciating five in rhode island to be this way would hope and pray that you're moved by the virtue of hope i have hope it's the virtue of our state you know that roger williams who's a christian minister uh, got that motto from the book of hebrews st paul's writing to the hebrews um we all need hope right now in rhode island and we need hope in a lot of ways but the, the grieving families are the most hurting families and because of the pandemic been especially burdened so I plead with you, I plead with you. If we look at our church, I could probably fit three, four, five ripped buses in here. I'm just right. pleading for maybe one bus or just immediate family, as long as it's done safely and soundly. But that's right away, it's, it's just too hard for people. Thank you for listening. And I know your job is tough. I pray for you every day. We're all praying for you. Uh, but with this matter, um, something needs to change today. Thanks for listening. You you couldn't be, and again, folks, good morning at 1131. It's John DePietro. I do have that video posted 
on my uh, Facebook page. You couldn't be more respectful than that father, that priest is, who I've met and know, and he's fantastic. Does that, and, and what I can't believe is that the governor turned him down. Rhode Island 5, that is a number that I want to make sure everybody's clear on this. They made that up. The national number was 10. In Connecticut, 50 people are allowed at a funeral. In Massachusetts, which is much harder hit than Rhode Island, 25. The Raimondo people, it's five. Does that make sense to anyone? And when you think of the size of a church where you could have people so spaced out in the pews, what what is the purpose of that? That that really, you know, hit me and took me back. This goes beyond, this is not, and I want you to understand this. You know, at what point, this business stops saying safe, right? I get the whole thing on the distancing, but they don't have answers. This is becoming control. It really is becoming control. Now, I want to tell you about something that's very frightening coming up in just a moment and also the situation with the tolls. But I want to remind you, have you heard the latest now with these killer hornets that are invading the United States? Folks, there has never been. I I am pleading with you and implore you today, not tomorrow, call Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today at 401-821-7800. 401-821-7800. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service. You can check them on online, winfieldpest.com. Family-friendly pest control professionals you can trust for your home. W-I-N as in win in field. F-I-E-L-D. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 821 7800 remove ants, termites, mice, cockroaches, any any pest from your home, yard, business, or commercial property. It's never been more important. Never mind now you have the killer hornets that are invading the United States. For a free estimate, schedule a home inspection. Call Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Folks, as we know, a lot of times these insects, these pests, they can carry their own diseases and viruses. Call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today. They can protect you, by the way, from ticks and mosquitoes, and it's going to be a very bad, it already is, a very bad tick and mosquitoes, which, think of that, mosquitoes can carry West Nile virus, So, but they can protect your entire property from it. Winfield Termite Pest, uh, pest Control. Call, they, call them today, Winfield Termite and Pest Control, 821-7800. Protect your home, family, and business. 821-7800-821-7800. Free estimate, schedule a home inspection, Winfield, termite, and pest control. 821-7800. You know what is so, um, and folks, right now it's 1134. Good morning to everyone. It's John DePietro. Again, uh, Justin Katz, managing editor for OceanStateCard.com. He's going to join me coming up at 1 for our segment of Politics This Week. We'll talk to Justin and then Governor Mundo, her press briefing today, and I don't know why, but it's now today at 3 o'clock. But that means we have our normal program and I'll obviously uh, be on um, until then. So we go the full thing until 2 o'clock. But what is frightening right now is the way that, and and Justin Katz touches on this. You're going to hear it coming up next hour. But, folks, it's what, what I don't like is how much, exactly how much. They are taking control of everything. Um, And right now, for instance, the governor is saying to the colleges, you have to submit to me your plans. And then we tell you whether or not it's adequate enough that you can reopen. Think of that. I mean, especially in the city of Providence, just as an example, business people tell you how difficult it is with the building inspector with the fire marshal, with all the different codes. Now you have the interference from the mayor's office saying, you know, I don't think I like that. And you have to remove that. And we control how you do business. Talk about like potential for a shakedown. You had that mayor in Fall River who was indicted for controlling the marijuana license. This goes beyond an element of power. Can you imagine if someone like Cianci was in control right now? Talk about the ability, well, we're going to shut you down because we don't think you're social distancing enough or we found that something wasn't cleaned or, oh my God, the possibilities, folks, 
for corruption and political interference and government interference. It's uh, it's mind blowing when you think about it. And they make up the rules as they go along. I mean, I asked yesterday, Governor Mundo, all right, the stay at home order is this Friday. So technically, this this weekend at 12.01, Friday night into Saturday morning, the stay-at-home order is supposed to be lifted. And I asked the governor if it's going to be extended because Massachusetts goes till May 18th, Connecticut goes till May 20th. If it's to be extended, when would you announce that you're going to extend the stay-at-home order? Which I don't think they want to, and I, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. But she said, I don't know. I may, I may announce on Friday afternoon that it's extended for another week or for the weekend. Now, next weekend's Mother's Day weekend. So, I mean, how, how does that work? You have, for a lot of restaurants, Mother's Day weekend is their biggest weekend of the year. It starts on Saturday. It starts on Saturday afternoon with lunch, into dinner. You have Sunday morning Mother's Day breakfast, into the afternoon. And... They still don't know, you know, it's still just going to be takeout. I think this is too much, too much control by uh, this governor, especially in in the government in general. Last night, if you saw it, the president of the United States, President Trump, talking about the fact that, you know, he's all for rebuilding the economy, starting to open things up. You are seeing in the other states, they are opening things up. I, I am concerned that they... They start to like locally. Uh, don't you get the sense? I think the governor likes having this kind of control. I think Governor Mundo likes the fact that basically no one can move a muscle or do anything if she says that. Now, by the way, in Florida, there is a man that tested it and he won. He tested it. The, the court said that he was allowed. He would not shut down. He wouldn't close his business. This whole thing of essential, non-essential. And he won. So there are many businesses that should think about maybe pushing the limit and testing it a little bit. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Monday is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Now, let them help you save money. What if I told you that you could give yourself a raise, meaning every month you get an additional $200 a month, $300 a month, $400 a month each month? Is that something that would be of interest to you? I think it is well you can get that if you call ae mazika insurance services 401-353-9300 353-9300 you can go to their website aemazika.com look for them on facebook ae mazika insurance services folks scott and alex let them help you save money and it's a free consultation now they're located 1529 mineral spring avenue north providence they're licensed in rhode island Massachusetts and Florida. But not only that, but let them help you save money. It's a free consultation on the phone, such as your life insurance, home insurance, auto insurance, business insurance, and especially this time of year. Uh, I saw some people out on a motorcycle yesterday. You know, there's a certain insurance you need for that, for both to cover yourself and then if something happens, or maybe on your RV, or maybe on your boat, or what if something happened? Are you properly insured if you were using jet skis and something happened, or you had someone out on your boat, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Let them help you save money. 401-353-9300. 401-353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. So, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Right now, it's 1140. Again, coming up at noon, we'll have our segment, Politics This Week, with uh, Justin Katz, Managing Editor for OceanStateCurrent.com. And then we have a special guest that's going to join me uh, coming up at 1 o'clock. Governor Mundo press briefing is not until 3 o'clock this afternoon. But the countdown is on for this week to start to. They're going to allow the hospitals to do more elective surgery. They're going to allow dentist's office, from what I understand. And a lot of people are concerned about that. But allow dentist's office to start to slowly start to reopen in other parts of the country. I mean, I'm all for it. You see people that are opening up and there's a way to we, we we know so much more now about distancing, about hand sanitizing. I if you are a business right now, how do you, as I've said, how do they allow people to go to stop and shop, but you can't open your business? 
all businesses should be allowed to open. And then if someone doesn't feel comfortable going in there, then you don't have to shop there. Then you could shop somewhere else. Now, folks, something to be really concerned about. Right now, it's 1141. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Um, Is this situation with the tolls? And the Providence Journal, and I give Kathy Gregg credit because she has a full story today. When those truck tolls went up, uh, I, like many of you, were against them, leading the charge against them. And so many people spoke out and said, this is just the beginning. In a crunch, they're going to move and start to toll cars. Well, it's already being discussed. And it's in the Providence Journal, lawmakers, how would you fix a $400 million deficit? And what do you think one of the things they already start to look at? Well, and that would be highway tolls on passenger cars. Look at what is happening just in the city of Providence. They're starting to treat people that drive cars as the enemy. Mayor Alorza is not only closing streets to cars, despite the fact that there were Businesses on those streets that are saying we can't do business because people can't drive up to our stores. He doesn't care about that. It's anti-business. It's anti-American. But in Providence, they're talking they may not reopen these streets again. Mayor Alor said if he had his way, he would have people that you, you don't drive a car in the city of Providence. So he's, he's anti. I mean, he's nuts, right? I mean, they're part of the Green New Deal. They're completely unrealistic. Uh, you know, what the elderly should be riding bicycles. Uh, it's raining out. Do you know it's more dangerous to ride a bike? That's where, uh, you know, people can hit a patch of sand or you're far safer in your own car. Never mind with if everyone's out on bikes, people are huffing and puffing. And then if you have the coronavirus, then you're spreading in that way. But you can't ignore it. Look at what's going on. They're already closing streets to cars, creating in people's minds like that's bad. You don't want cars coming down your street like it's evil almost coming down. But now... Extending the tolls to passenger cars, passenger cars. It's this whole progressive mindset that oil is evil, right? Cars are evil. People look in Michigan. You can't go out on a powerboat. You can go out on a sailboat or a kayak, but no motorboats, nothing that uses oil or diesel. That is against. So she talks about it. And she asked a number of the different uh, legislators exactly. Now, some of them are completely unrealistic, such as Senator Mary Ellen Goodwin, who says, oh, you, you can't lay off state workers. You can't, I mean, you can't lay off state workers or city workers. So it's one thing you want to put tolls on the road, but you can't lay, what, why can't you? Why are those people such a protected class? And this business says, Mary Ellen Goodwin, I don't think we should further tax Rhode Island residents, not at this time. Uh, tolls should not be extended to more vehicles. As a senator represents Providence, I'd like to see the car tax phase continue, which it should. I would be open to legalizing marijuana. I would be opposed to furloughs, layoffs of state employees. This should be a lot. Why is that a last resort? That's our money. Why are they? How many businesses had no choice But the governor stepped in and closed your business, right? You can't. Even if you want to open a restaurant and have all these people far apart. Nope, the governor stepped in. And so a number of people say, well, only as tolls as a last resort. Or we should put tolls on the road on cars if it means either that or laying off state workers. So you have, see, what we're coming down to. This is going to be real tough decision making. And that is there's one million of us and there's 16,000 state workers. So the people at the state house, do you try to keep 16,000 people happy? Or do you risk alienating one million people? Now, they're not worried about one million because they're just worried about their own district. Plus, you have a governor who's term limited out. As you can imagine, folks, this is a highly dangerous situation when many of them are saying, I think tolls is something we should look at, but I am hesitant. Why are we even looking at that? That shouldn't even be looked at. Tolls on the road for your car. But see, they're going to make it. Well, you don't have to drive a car. See, if you ride a bicycle, then you're not going to be told. This is a way, again, 
Don't ignore what's going on. This bias about cars. And that is the progressive. That is the AOC far left progressive agenda where legalization of marijuana is fine, but you can't lay off a state worker. Does that make sense to anybody? Does that make sense to anyone? Furloughs, layoffs? Absolutely not. Uh, We need that federal money to come in here. And how about they want to use some of the federal money? Well, we need to pay the teacher. How are you paying teachers more? City of Providence is the fourth worst school district in the entire country. The teachers aren't even going into the classrooms anymore. We need some of that federal money to give to the teachers. Why would we give money to the teachers? What? They're lucky they're being employed. They haven't lost their jobs. They haven't made a dime less. We need to give some of that more that money. See, that's the teachers' union power. That's exactly what that is. But it is in this morning's Providence Journal. And this business, though, uh, I am concerned. Not worried, but that is something to watch where they now want to say, um, you know, uh, we should only do taxing cars as a last resort. I, I don't even think it should be on the table. And keep in mind, they also want to talk about first responders or essential workers would not be car told. So what do you think that means? It means they consider state workers to be essential, so they would not be told. Now, these state legislators, right, the elected politicians, they would be considered essential, so they would not have to pay a toll. So the tolls would only apply to everyone else, first responders, teachers, firefighters, city workers, uh, state employees, people, uh, state workers, and the legislators. They would be exempt from car tolls, but the rest of us would have to pay. Does that make sense to anyone? And then you have a Lorza who says, well, people, if you don't want to pay a car toll, then you just should ride a bicycle. Oh, okay. Tell that to the mother with two or three children, right? Or the young mother, whoever, that all supposed to, in the snow and rain, get on a bike and go somewhere with uh, three children on the back of your bicycle. But see, they don't care about that type of thing. They, they don't care about it. They, they are twisted into believing somehow that in their mind that it still all makes sense. In their mind, it somehow makes sense uh, that we don't, you know, that we don't need, that you don't need a vehicle. Folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. This portion of our program is brought to you by It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll tell you, stop in and see Marie. Uh, it is so important right now. To make sure you have everything to get your body as healthy as possible. Now, I've talked about It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can pick up a bottle of a Kyberry, which is fantastic. It's an antioxidant. But Marie is so knowledgeable. And they have vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity. They have local products, honey, maple syrup, bee fresh gum. Octave skin brushes, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices that can be purchased. Hemp, CBD products, oral topical use from companies who control their products from seed to final product. Natural skin care, health care products, essential oils, body oils, and soap. It's my health. Stop in and see them. You see that building right on Menden Road. I'm holding up the picture on Facebook. It's that old white church. Stop in and see Marie. There's never been a more important time. Folks, listen to me right now at 1149. It's John DePietro. Trust me, you do not want to end up in the hospital. If you don't have to, you do not want to end up in the hospital. The hospital right now is to be avoided. So you want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. You know, the self-distancing is one thing, but it's going to end. You want to make sure your body is as healthy as possible should you come down with the virus. Stop in and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. There's never been a more important time to make sure you have the proper vitamins, antioxidants, everything your body needs. It's my health. Stop in and see Marie. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You know, tell her what you're looking for. She is so knowledgeable and she will guide you towards the type of products for yourself and for your family. So, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Now, 
the tolling situation is is very, very serious. And that is something to watch. There's going to be no easy answer on that. But the fact that it's even being discussed should be of concern. Something else that should be a concern is the direction that they want to move now with, how about Rhode Island's only going to open 47 polling places for the June 2nd presidential primary? Many fewer polling places will be open. 47. That's it. Um, by way of comparison, there are 144 polling places statewide for the 2016 presidential primary. Now, the 47 polling places, I recognize a lot of people saying, well, I don't even maybe you don't even feel the need to vote. Right. Because we know it's settled between President Trump and um, former Vice President Biden. But folks think the, the thing to watch out here. Why they're moving to the mail ballots is with those 47 polling places, they're going to make it as uncomfortable as possible for the 47 polling places for the June 2nd presidential primary. What they want to do is make it such a hassle that anyone that goes, they uh, goes and uses them to vote for the primary. They want to make the experience so uncomfortable that anyone that, that would venture to go there would say, oh, forget this. I'd rather vote by mail. This is ridiculous. I had to stand there and it took so long and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? That's exactly the result they're looking for. That is exactly the result that they're looking for. But this thing between the churches not open, by the way, the atheists are celebrating online. The atheists are saying, you know, good, this is the end with it. Think of this. The government controls whether or not you can go and pray. The state of Rhode Island, only five people can go to a funeral. In Connecticut, 50. Connecticut hit much harder than Rhode Island. Massachusetts, 25. Rhode Island, only five people. The government suddenly decides where you can, you you cannot go to pray. Yeah, but we're all going to be spread out. It doesn't matter. The church is closed. Walmart's open. Target's open. But you cannot go to a church. That, now that, that makes no sense to me in any way. I think that's wrong. I think you agree it's wrong. It's just a matter. I don't think the voices that are against this, I don't think people are speaking out enough. We need more elected officials speaking out. The, this is moving into a different phase from the immediate emergency. This is moving into a different phase, and it should reflect in that way. It absolutely should reflect that way. Uh, this is going on too long that there's only one voice. Folks, right now at 11.53 on the sunny Monday, what? there's no better time. How about getting some fresh food for the week from Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. I saw Ron and Melissa on Saturday. And folks, I'm so happy for them. Now, they're located right off of Silver Spring Street. And it's all, they have a small little cafe, but they're doing phenomenal business with the Trump chocolate donuts. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, they're open today. Sausage and peppers, eggplant, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, everything fresh. My friends, Ron and Melissa, they get in at 3 a.m. and make everything fresh. Philly cheesesteak calzones, Pepperoni and cheese calzones, chicken parm calzones, plain and deluxe spinach pies, old-fashioned pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. Now, they also have, they have Mother's Day. They have special trays available for Mother's Day. They have chocolate-dipped strawberries. They also have uh, Delicious Coffee Mills Company. They have Delicious Coffee Mills uh, Coffee. Uh, Ready-to-go dinners of lasagna, stuffed shells, eggplant, and this week, Ron's Pastry Gourmet in Providence will start to feature Trump Soda. Now, I'm holding up on Facebook. Those are the Trump Chocolate Donuts. They can barely keep them in stock. Actually, they sell out all the time. And this week, Trump Soda. How about that? Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great Facebook page. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, and they're right next door to AAA in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. Boom, you go in and out. And Ron and Melissa, by the way, are the only ones right there making everything. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now it's 1155. It's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11. 
and we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen to topetro.com. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. This portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Hey, listen, right now, when they say your best lawn ever guaranteed, they mean your best lawn ever guaranteed. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today, 401 401- 392-1025. Listen, you're going to be home more. You want to enjoy your property more. Why not have your best lawn ever guaranteed? And that's what they do. They do tremendous crabgrass control, time-release fertilizer, broadleaf weed control. Go online. They have a great website. It's lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com, or call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today. Get a quick, easy quote, 401 401- 392-1025-401-392-1025, Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Now, we have a special guest coming up at 1. We have the uh, Governor Mundo press briefing is not till 3 o'clock. And then next hour, politics this week. Now, I also want to make mention, I am very upset, and you should as well. The Providence Journal on Friday basically let go two people that I know. They've been there a long time. The first one, he is such a great, talented writer. And it's sports writer Kevin McNamara was let go by the Providence Journal. 30 years. I have no idea what kind of money he was making. But they let go two employees that have been there a long time. And I believe because of that, they let both of them go. One is Kevin McNamara, great sports reporter for the Providence Journal. And the other is Ed Acorn, who writes all the editorials for the Providence Journal. Ed has been there for the past 21 years. He wrote a very thoughtful note to all readers. Many of you that listen to the radio show, and good morning, folks. It's 1157. It's John DePietro. You know that I enjoy reading uh, many of the journal editorials. A, a, a newspaper editorial, to me, it's, it's an important voice. And as much as I've disagreed with Ed Acorn the past few months since he took the side of Speaker Mattiello with this whole um, convention center situation, fiasco, if you will, and the audit. But I think, you know, you have to look at someone's entire body of work. And Ed Acorn and the editorials for the Providence Journal, by and large, have been concise on the money. It's no secret he is not a liberal voice. No one would ever consider him or uh, call Ed Acorn liberal Uh, That is a loss. We don't know. I don't know who's now going to be in charge of the editorial page. But Ed Acorn could be counted on. Uh, I think his work was excellent. The editorials were a different form. It was not as liberal as many of the writers and reporters for the Providence Journal. As many of you may or may not know, but a lot of print reporters, as you probably know, do tend to be very, very liberal. Ed Acorn leaving the Providence Journal, no no longer going to be there. I consider that a a big loss. I like Ed. I respect him a lot. Um, Again, you know, you can't agree with someone on everything. But I think by and large, his editorials, that is a big, big loss. But especially also Kevin McNamara. Folks, it's John DePietro. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news next hour. Don't go anywhere. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com, our segment, Politics This Week. And then we have a special guest coming up at 1 o'clock. Much more ahead. Everybody on Facebook Live, we're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. We continue on this Monday. It's May 4th. Monday, May 4th with one. Make sure you go to the website, depetro.com. Make sure you watch the special song video we made. It's kind of a parody on everything that's going on. If you have a sense of humor, I think you'll enjoy it. So we're going to break quickly. Well, break for the 12 o'clock news. Be right back on the other side. It's 12 o'clock.